The 2022 season is upon us, Clint. We've made it. Congratulations to everyone listening and watching. You've survived. You've endured. And now we get rewarded with 100 weeks of football. Mm. We're going to talk big picture about what this season is going to be like for the dogs coming up right now on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Locked On Bulldogs here, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, as well as Locked On Atlanta. I'd like to thank our title sponsor, the Bet Online. And if you didn't mm. get your locks in from yesterday, go back and listen to yesterday's, then get our Bet Online, place those bets. Daniel and I will be giving you those every single week, and we'll be keeping track of it. Fear not. Uh, we will mm-hmm. let you know how that goes. We got games tomorrow. Uh, Daniel, if the people over on YouTube, glad they're there. If they're over on the audio side, sit your podcast. Subscribe, follow, leave us a rating, leave us a review, five-star. But the big picture today, Daniel, is college football starts this weekend, albeit with lesser competition and lesser teams. I understand It's a warm-up. It's an appetizer. But if – an amuse-bouge, if you will, for those long-time listeners. I won't. I I I will not. (laughs) No, no. Charcuterie boards and amuse-bouge right here. Uh, Craft singles and just – I can't overstate – People love it when we banter, Clint. People love this friendly <laughs> okay. banter at the beginning of the episodes. So they let's, love let's this. Get into the top three. We're going to do mm-hmm. two truths and a lie of Georgia's season. Okay. We're going to give you two things that are true of Georgia's season. We're going to give you one thing that is not true of Georgia's season. Uh, Daniel, what is the first truth that needs to take place for the fans to know about Georgia in 2020? Well, we, we need you to get this in your head. These are big picture truths. We need to get your mind right. As we move towards the season. Now, these might be good. They might not be good. We're just going to tell you the truth. The first truth about the University of Georgia season in 2022-23 is that by the end of the year, okay, the inside linebackers will be considered the strength of the defense. The oh inside linebackers for the University of Georgia – by the end of the year, we'll be talking about how they are maybe not carrying the defense because there's strength at every at every level on the Georgia defense. But the inside linebackers will not remotely be viewed as a weakness. We will be saying to ourselves, oh my, where did some of these guys come from? I didn't realize that so-and-so was so good. Now, the reason that it's hard to talk about that preseason and in fall camp is because we just don't know who those guys are going to be yet. And so it's impossible to try to project the strength of the unit because you don't know which particular guys. Is it going to be Smile Mondin? Is it going to be Tresman Marshall? Is it going to be Pops? Is it yep. going to be uh, Xavier Sori? Is it going to be Ryan Davis? You don't know who the guys are that are going to be in the field. Are we going to have a three-man rotation or we're going to have a four-man rotation? I don't expect all five of those guys are going to get – they'll all play, but I don't expect all five of those guys will be heavy rotation players. But once they establish themselves, 
I have full confidence in whoever Kirby and Glenn and Will deem to be the best players. And I'm telling you, by the end of this season, when you talk about the Georgia defense, you might start with Jalen Carter, but you're quickly After. going to you're quickly going to move to the inside linebackers when you talk about this defense because that unit is going to ascend rapidly in the hearts and minds of Georgia fans. Uh, Daniel, I love that. Look, here's here's the deal, and here's what Georgia fans, you need to understand. I know people are talking about the talent we lost, and I know yada, yada, yada. But actually, go back and look at the talent that we're bringing back because it's insane how many snaps we're bringing back on the field. Please understand that, first and foremost. Secondly, if you all don't think that Tresman Marshall might play himself into a top three-round draft choice, again, y'all – Please go back and look at the historical elevation of inside linebackers at Georgia. And please go look at this bump that happens. Jalen Carter is the best defender in the entire college football landscape. And and he last year kind of snuck up on people. Like like if that's such a thing. Some people didn't know that Jalen Carter was going to talk about everybody else on this defense. These inside linebackers, you know, I, talent's not the problem. And I'm I'm sorry, again. Is coaching and development is, an issue? Is coaching the problem, Clint? I don't is think coaching do, and development an issue. Well, we lost our defensive coordinator, Clint. Sure. We lost yeah. a, a bright young defensive yeah. mind, which what is true. Told, we it, did. Dan Lanning again. This pot we love Dan Lanning, mm-hmm. but go back, go back, look at the receipts. We said, don't lose shoe. Do we can lose. lose we can lose Dan Lanning it, because we're just stacked at. Uh, coaching, development, Will Muschamp, Glenn Schumann, and then it all comes back to Kirby Smart at the end of the day. All right, that's truth number one. Uh, Did we get to it quick enough? It's only time will tell. Only time will tell if we we bantered too much. It could be, I don't know. College football is not supposed to be fun. Do you understand me? I'm here to consume information. (laughs) You do. You dance for me, monkey. You do as I do. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to dance for Bet Online because Bet Online's <laughs> worth it. Bet Online, your online sportsbook expert. It's betting season, y'all. It's college football season. We are here. Um, you go to Bet Online right now. You you play some Week Zero wagers. You play some Week One wagers. I think every Week One line is already out at this point. Oh, and so it's out, Daniel. You you can get some you can get some future lines. You can get some look ahead lines. Some of these week one lines might change after week zero. And so if you feel like you have an edge, if you feel like you have a feel for a game in week one and it involves a week zero team, you might better take that week one line right now because if you're right, if you're right, then the week zero might move that line a little bit. So uh, get to bet online right now. Enter the promo code locked on. They're going to give you a bonus on your initial deposit. That's bet online. They are the only place Clinton I trust. They are the official uh, betting site of the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. And they are uh, the place that we go to place all of our wagers in the season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Daniel, let's talk about truth number two. Tell me something true, Clint. Tell me something true. Now, look, I'm, I'm going to give you some, some minor truths. Of this season. Okay, that, lesser truths, if you will. Lesser truths, but still truths nonetheless. The Amos of truths. If you. If you're, yeah. Thank you. Um, uh, truth, minor truth one, um, this offensive line is going to be the best in the SEC. 
Okay, that, mm. but that, that's not that's not a hot take, really. It, it's not really up for debate. Um, it's kind of known. Uh, we mm-hmm. can do truth of Jalen Carter being the best defensive player in the SEC. Except for that, except for that guy, except for that guy from Oregon. He's yeah. Oh, we're gonna (laughs) remember that guy from Oregon. He's better. He's better than Jalen Carter. Hope that guy. He said. He said Bo Nix has an advantage at quarterback. (laughs) He said. He said. Oh no. Okay. Okay. And then he said. And then he said. This list will will point out all the, the fraudulent Oregon fans. Yeah, you. You prove That's... to be a fraudulent Oregon Duck fan. My gosh. Okay. But I digress. Okay. We can talk about those. Here's the truth. Truth, truth things. The truth I think we really, really, really need to understand. This is this truth is again, uh, we've been harping on this. We need to hit on this. More news coming out of camp and kind of how this offensive wants to go. The most important running back for Georgia in 2022 is going to be named Dejon Edwards. Oof. The most important running back for Georgia in people, 2022. Will people be don't want to hear it. Dejon. They don't want to hear it. And here's why. This is a kind of hard it. truth. It's this hard truth. You got Georgia fans. You need you need this. Because I, I gave you some minor truths, some easy setups, some volleyball spikes, mm-hmm. those sorts of things. Here's why Dejon Edwards is going to be the most important. Because he is a known commodity for us in the running game. He's the most known commodity. Kenny McIntosh might be impressing, and Kirby can go ahead and, and do Kirby's speech on him, which we may get to next week as we lead up to the game. But but we saw last year, Kenny Mack at times dances far too much before he hits the line of scrimmage, and that's not good. Uh, I, I will admit, I'm a, I'm which, a Kenny Mack apologist. To be fair, Zamir struggled with that early in his career, and then by the time he got to last year, he had cleaned that up, and he was hitting the holes hard. And so maybe Kenny Mack will do that. But you're just speaking to what we've seen. So I'm speaking to what we've seen. Kendall Milton, we have seen flashes from him, but we've also seen the injury history. Stay healthy, young man. Stay healthy. We are, And that is an honest, like, please go do you, because when you are healthy, you are another tier. There, there aren't. There's aren't a lot that can touch you on that. The reason why Dejon Edwards is going to be the most important for this offense is because what what Todd Munkin wants to do with Stet and with with play action and with getting eyes and with expanding the field and hitting explosive plays is he wants to make sure to have a power running game. And with all the tight ends we have, we need to gain yards and we need to be consistent because if we know Kirby, he'll say it every year, the trenches is where you win and he cares about defensive trenches as well as offensive line and running game and shoving it down the throats on the run game of the other team. And Daniel, we know that Dejon Edwards can do that. He is the captain of the Death March, USS Death March. Uh, mm. the, the ship is captained mm. by him. And he's going to be the most important because when we need five yards, when we need a consistent running game, and we just have to set up the rest of the offense, uh, Kenny Mack might be coming along and Kendall Milton might be coming along. Those two things might be true, but uh, he he's the known commodity and he's going to be the one that we rely on. So Georgia fans, Get on the Dejon Express right now. You want him to be that dude. I'm not saying he's going to wind up with the most yards. He may. I'm not projecting that. I'm not projecting the most touchdowns. I'm not projecting that. I am saying the most consistent guy is him, and he needs to be that for this coming up season. Absolutely. It's just it's you get to this. We just need football to happen because sometimes you get into the offseason and people just get attached to their guy and don't seem to want to – think about or talk about any other guy 
again, what Clint's not saying is that Dejan Edwards is the most talented running back, the best nope. running back, that he's going to nope. have the most yards, any of that stuff. He's saying that the consistency he offers makes him vital in a way that the other two running backs have not proven yet that they can be yep. that consistent. And so uh, we like Dejan Edwards on this podcast. We're big fans of the Georgia running game. Um we're big fans of the Georgia offense in general. We're gonna oh, we're gonna talk oh, yes, more about that. Are. We're gonna talk more about that next week as we get into an Oregon preview and a breakdown. This Georgia offense is um, very exciting. So we've we've given you some true things. There are many true things we could have talked about. Now we're gonna get into something that's not true. I wonder if there's any Alabama fans still listening, Clint. Because oh, they're trust me, they're here. They're, because this the one, K- Daniel, the Kmart smoking section still loud and proud. That smoke break is still happening at Kmart down for those for those Bama fans. Yeah, they're still out there. They're still out there. So um, we're going to get to something that's not true, and it involves Georgia, and it involves Alabama, and how many games they're going to win this season right after we come back. All right, Daniel, you tease the people. You said uh, wins and Bama and Georgia. It has long been regarded that the SEC championship will be, in fact, a rematch of Georgia-Alabama. Let's see if that's to be the case. Uh, but, Dan, what's the lot that we need to know coming in this season about these two teams? Well, I think when you want to talk about something that's a lie, if you're playing the game True Truths and a Lie with somebody, you want your lie to be as believable as possible, Right. And so you want to go yes. with something that that the majority of people are going to hear it and they're just going to blindly accept it as truth because oh everyone's saying this this is a, this is a common thought it's a common perception and so I'm going to tell you here and now that it is a lie that Georgia and Alabama will be will both be undefeated when they meet in the SEC championship game in December that is a stone cold lie. And it's a lie because Georgia's going to be 12 and 0, Clint. Oh my goodness. What? Hold on now. If I'm doing if but, I'm doing this correct, if I'm doing the logic uh-huh. problem correct, so the mm-hmm. lie is that we'll be going into two undefeated teams, but Georgia is still undefeated in the SEC. That means Daniel that the other team Alabama's losing a game in the regular season this year. They're losing a game in the regular season. Now, now look, this is not an Alabama podcast, but it is a Georgia podcast. And yes. it's going to make the SEC championship game very interesting. First of all, I don't know what game they're going to lose. Maybe they, maybe Jimbo does get them. And wouldn't it be hilarious if Jimbo gave all, all the bulletin board material, Alabama's got this game circled on their co- – uh-oh, you don't want to – you don't want to poke the bear. Uh-oh, you don't want to wake up the sleeping giant. Uh-oh, Jimbo, what are you doing? Wouldn't it be hilarious if Jimbo did get him? Wouldn't it be hilarious yes. if everyone thought last year Old Miss was going to upset Alabama? Oh, they got him. Last year, oh, Old Miss, Matt Corral, they got the team. They're going to upset Alabama. Wouldn't it be hilarious if they got taken to the woodshed last year? But then this year, listen, Alabama's got some weaknesses on this roster, y'all. Like, I don't know. Am I the only one that sees it? Really quick, Daniel, can you name uh, all the starting secondary right now for Alabama? 
they're taking transfers at nearly every position. They, I mean, I, I watched Kool-Aid. I watched him last year. Let me tell you this. He better be a lot better than he was last year because um, suspect. He, he some, sus, some suspect. Well, we don't have any wide receivers, and yet no. he still got exposed. He got exposed so that's odd. Receivers. That's really weird. Uh, they're linebackers. I'm they just got Dallas, like, and I know they got Tim. I I understand. Like, to Oto, he's still starting. He's still there's a look. Just think about that for a moment. He is not a good linebacker, rated like 76 or something, and he is still starting. Meaning that no one else has beat him out. I, look, no. I know, I know he's a talented kid, but you're taking transfers at left tackle from Vanderbilt. That's what we're doing at Alabama right now. We're taking transfers at left tackle from Vanderbilt. That's what we're doing. We're taking transfers at running back at Alabama. Running back at Alabama. Transfers from Georgia Tech. That's what we're doing. And those are your starters. There's some holes on this Alabama team. Last year, your wide receiver one was Mechie and James, James Williams. Your wide receiver one this year is Jermaine Burton, y'all. Just and and wide receiver number two, Daniel. I'm sorry. Uh, tell me who that is again. Tell me who. Some transfer from some Tulsa. So I don't know where oh, okay. some. See, the thing is, guys. I know if you were looking at the schedule for Bama, they get. Look, I'm I'm starting to believe the old Miss, Daniel. I'm starting to get some feels about that game. Look, don't let Sark, don't let Sark get up by a touchdown week two. Uh, don't let it happen, <laughs> Alabama. Because, I'm sorry, because when all the chips are on the table and everything matters on the biggest stage, that's when Bryce Young plays his best, right? Oh, wait, um, hey, Daniel, remember a, a, a Clemson team that was coming back with all the firepower? Remember oh, when no. the Clemson team had oh, all, no. all this, this oh, no. best defensive line in the nation, a quarterback who is Heisman worthy. Remember remember well, that language? Remember that conversation? And you all can say, well, no one's done it like Saban for that many years. First of all, really quick newsflash, uh, Coach Saban is not finishing out that contract. If y'all There are people who that, think that could have been the lie, but that's too obvious. There too are people obvious. who think he's going to coach the next eight years. He will be coaching the next one to two years tops. He is not coaching eight years. Y'all. Okay. It. Um, I'm just – I'm not saying Alabama's not going to make the playoff. I'm not saying Alabama's not going to beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. Okay? Those are future conversations we can have. Sure. What I'm telling you is that Alabama is not going 12-0 in the regular season. Georgia is. Yes, but Alabama is not. So Ooh. it's going to be a lot of a lot of pressure on the tide in December in that SEC championship Just, game. Again, the number of times I've asked people, I have to, the number of times I've asked Alabama writers and and people prognosticators who might be the loss, they give me three different games, Daniel. They don't give me one. It's not. A, it's Arkansas is sneaky good. Sam Pittman's doing something. Old Miss might actually have something. A and M. I mean, it would be. And, and then for Texas, I mean, everybody's saying, oh, Texas is going to get blown up. They, they probably will. But, again, don't bet on Sark if he's up by a touchdown doing something. Like, like this is who the has, point. The point who, is, has better wide, who has better wide receivers, LSU or Alabama? Uh, LSU by a mile. By 100 miles. 
It's LSU not that might, would, LSU might only lose three games this entire year, just so you all know. Alabama doesn't have the team that they've had in the past. They have two all everything, all universe players. Sure. And then there's a pretty steep drop off. Hundred uh, percent, and and we hear this vernacular every single time. The most talented Bama team ever. I've never, Daniel. Have you ever heard in Alabama's lifetime with Nick Saban? Have you heard that kind of vernacular before from them? I guess what I'm suggesting to you is there's a little bit of posturing happening down in Tuscaloosa. Oh. Is maybe maybe <laughs> what I'm giving you a little. Hmm. All right. Look, enjoy college football this weekend. Clint and I will be back next week. We're talking about Oregon all week long leading up to kickoff next Saturday. We're going to talk about the Oregon defense, the Oregon offense, the Georgia defense, the Georgia offense. We're going to talk about matchups. We're going to talk Mm. about predictions. We're going to talk about Mm. locks. We're going to talk about what we're excited about, nervous about, and what you shouldn't sleep on. All of that is coming next week, and we will see you guys then. See you.